Dharma Bites is brought to you by Free Buddhist Audio, the Dharma for real life. Our work is funded entirely by donations from our generous listeners. If you would like to help us keep this free, come and join us at freebuddhistaudio.com forward slash community. Thank you and happy listening. And it's a teaching about totality. And in that characteristically Tibetan way, it demands total commitment, total mobilization of our energies, terrific determination and watchfulness, a strength of receptivity and of applied will. And this little phrase, this little verse from the Kadampa Masters really said that to me. I hold the spear of mindfulness at the gate of the mind. And when the emotions threaten, I too will threaten them. (laughs) When they relax their grip, only then will I relax mine. So that's one for the warrior queens of mindfulness. We've got to get our inspiration from somewhere. Now Lord of the Rings is finished. (laughs) So there's this constant combination of the three. But they also get talked of as a unification or becoming unified, a sort of meeting point of view, meditation and action, which Padmasambhava particularly talked about, showing the view and conduct as a unity. So you get these phrases about descending with the view while ascending with the conduct. Or in terms of a Tibetan proverb, as we mature, the sky comes closer to the earth. And look as we're putting it. So I've been trying to think about just, you know, in a way, how I relate to that, this descending with the view and ascending with the conduct. And I think the closest I've come to it as a sense, a sense of this is in two short dreams I had quite a few years ago. So I thought I'd just tell you them. So in the first one, I was lying on the ground and staked at my feet. There's this sky blue cloth with me lying on the ground. Staked at my feet is this cloth which is soaring over me like that, very close, flying over me, this sensual, pure, clean, rippling silken cloth, moving, always in motion, deeply affecting and sort of kinesthetic without me ever actually touching it. It was so close, it was showing me something without me grasping at it or even wanting to touch it. And the sense of all my inner senses vitally alive. <coughs> vitally alive. And then not long after that, I had another dream about sky blue cloth. But this time, I had to wash it. And I had to wash it not in water, but in the earth. I had to dig a hole with my hands in this red earth. No water. I had to dig a hole with my hands. And I had to rub the cloth in this earth, back and forth, back and forth. And as it got streaked with the ochre, my heart sort of expanded with joy and this sense that this was the clock, this was it coming clean. It was coming clean as it got more and more streaked. So I wanted to mention these dreams because somehow they evoke in me something of a feeling for view. Something about a sort of deeper alignment and also a unification somehow, kind of unification, whether it's sky and earth or sort of inner senses coming together and being experienced, something like that. But also to sort of say something about view being not just heady, 
it's not just about thinking somehow. Although I reckon thinking gets a bad name, actually. I'm not sure we do enough of it. According to Edward de Bono, thinking is exploring experience to a purpose. And if we don't do that, we're sunk. So let's not get too polarised with thinking somehow. We hope you enjoyed the talk. Please come and help us keep this free at freebuddhistaudio.com forward slash community. And thank you.